yo, yo, yo. The moment is finally here. This is Jordan Wager. Got my boy Chris Hooper. Say what's up, Chris. How you guys doing this evening? Morning, afternoon, whenever the time may be. Yes, sir. Uh, finally getting going on this. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Got this stuff going about February. Uh, but yeah, something I've always wanted to kind of start doing. Uh, a lot of you guys know that I used to coach. So this is kind of going to fill that niche when I stepped away from coaching. Um, and I just, you know, was thinking that it was just missing something. And that something was a bald 40, mid 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Seasoned vet. Close. It's close enough. Thirty-seven caps is forty. Now. We round up. We round up, we round up here. <laughs> it's like Sam Thomas receiving stat. <laughs> hey, those bubble screens go a long way. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what we're doing here. You know, we're not we're not experts in this. Uh, you know, in this craft. But so if we got some audio geeks out there already criticizing our uh, technique, I apologize. But uh, we will get. We'll get things going. Uh, so basically, you know, this is going to be mostly talking sports, talking life, interviewing, you know, some of our friends that we've crossed paths with, you know, promoting their businesses, telling their stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that of that hoop. You get a lot of that from people that are already rich, already successful, right? Like people, people listen to people that can't even relate to them. Now, my goal would say, hey. I'm a relatively average human being. You can relate to me a lot more than you can relate to Chad Ochocinco and Brandon Marshall. You can relate to me a lot more than Speak Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. We have, not all of us have Apple TVs hanging in the basement like Mr. Wager here, so some of us are just, you know, peasants. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, we can we can start it with me talking about, like, I met, I met Jordan, what, how many years ago? It was about 2016. So four, five, four, maybe five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Through, you know, adult rec football, paying football to play just because we like to play it, and we weren't good enough to do anything special with our lives with it, so we just did that. And I made fun of him for getting lit up on a highlight one day, <laughs> and the rest was history. So my first encounterment with hoop was on. So this adult rec football league has their forum where people go on there and hoop seventeen use or tag, you know was the biggest trash talker and I just thought he was the biggest dick and you know is the it still holds true to this day um <laughs> no but uh I got totally blindsided in a game and uh it was a hot topic on the forums and uh, user hoop 17 pretended it was him you know as they were trying to find the suspect and I actually went to the the extent to create a fake profile <laughs> using the number and team of the kid that cheap shot him <laughs> to go and say how clean of a hit it was and Viper 10, RIP. <laughs> he got shut down real quick for the stuff I was saying. But, you know, I mean, that was a that was a good time. Like, met a lot of good friends. Obviously, we're sitting here talking to each other. And, hell, like, best man at my wedding. My entire groomsman line, pretty much, some form or fashion, came from that league. And, mm-hmm. you know. A year later after that, from that, you know, joining that league, I hopped on the team with hoop and within a week knowing him i went from thinking he's the biggest dick to me inviting myself to his wedding so that did happen i <laughs> forgot you did you were you were keto he was my best man's plus one because he was single at the time and didn't have a date so wager was his bitch for the night that's when i was known as the kid now 
I feel a lot older than uh, the kid. So it's crazy. We can we can dive into that, you know, that time of the league then compared to what it is now at a later date. But especially even before my time, before I came and played, there was there was and some there was some legit talent. You guys, dudes with Super Bowl rings, guys that played at Utah, BYU. Oklahoma places like that people would do it just to just to play just for the sake of it and usually the teams with those guys on it were a lot better than us yeah when you tell people like your friends and family that don't really know about the league they just think you're playing in some rec league which it it is a glorified rec league but back when we were playing there was some legit legit talent um so yeah played played rec ball with who for quite a while and then you know he hooked me up with a job him and keto so that uh that league turned into friendships and friendships turned into a start of a career path it's all about who you know in life got a you know keto works at pepsi and me and hoop were there for a little bit and then yeah went to uh now i'm in a different sales position and hoops in a different position with a different company now so we all don't see each other as much but there's still that that love you know what i mean yeah always always talk you always stay in touch with people some some way and i'm big on hey i'm not the friend that's going to see you 20 times a year i I, i'm just not i'm busy i got a wife i got three kids i got stuff that i gotta do but when i see you after eight months it's gonna be like we hadn't missed anything and we can sit down have a couple drinks and chop it up for as long as we want to so that's been good and then i mean with with you in particular like sharing the the common ground of coaching at what what should we call them (laughs) underfunded of underprivileged underappreciated high schools we'll say just because of the location and where they're at that's just my opinion on the matter is a lot of those west side schools are slightly neglected by everybody yeah yeah it's definitely a grind compared to some of the things that you see you know no disrespect or any anything towards coaches oh, no, that are in the like east side the- schools because you know they're putting in the work but and they're, they're doing they're it the getting, right way, just like we tried exactly, to. Right? Exactly, exactly. It's just a bigger, in our opinion, you know, a bigger uphill battle coming from those West Side schools. You'd you'd be amazed at some of the things that we encounter. Like even my time at Cypress, just the broken homes, the you know, the kids with the drugs, and I would say a solid forty percent of the roster I coached the last two years had full time jobs, and mm-hmm. of that forty percent with jobs probably 50% of them were doing it to pay bills around the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's that's a lot for 15 to 18-year-old kids to put on their plate. Hey, I'm going to – I'm paying the power bill at my house, but I got to be at practice for three hours. Coach, I got to leave mm-hmm. half hour early. It's hard for me to tell a kid no to that because that shows a level of maturity that I know I didn't have at that age. I barely have it now. But they do that, and it's something that a lot of people don't don't realize – some of the schools west of Redwood just have to deal with it. Yeah, and just the kid, and even like equipment. You know, I can't tell you how many cleats I've given away, and it's not something I'm you know tooting my own horn about. It's just these kids literally come up from nothing, and you know they got to scrape for everything they can. And sometimes those kids, you know, they don't realize the potential in themselves, so they they're stuck in this niche, in this you know backwards mindset where you know it is what it is this is the situation I was brought up in that's what I'm going to continue to be in so it's you know as a coach you also have that role of you know 
showing where their growth is and, you know, pushing them in the right direction. I, when I was coaching at Cypress, I was working there as a paraeducator as well. And basically what I would do is just monitor kids, grades, attendance all day long. And we had a ton of at-risk kids that were just struggling with grades. And I would literally have to hold their hand, literally walk them to class just to know that their butts were in the seats from, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. But, uh, and you grew up in Magna, so you know how that goes. Like you can say, Hey, I, I lived in this dump too. So yeah, I, I was, I was one of the lucky ones, you know, I grew up in a stable home and, um, but it's still very, Magna. And I, it's, this is my shot to bag on Magna. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Cause I'm from Taylorsville, which really, I mean, it's, it's Easter. We'll call it that. It's more Easter East. banger. I guess you get a little <laughs> bit more respect. Um, no, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive into our coaching backgrounds a little bit more, you know, uh, as further episodes come on, we'll have some guys on that we've coached with, maybe even some former players just to get their, you know, their insight on things. And, and yeah, we'll also deep dive into professional sports, uh, college sports, especially during this crazy time of COVID and whatnot. So yeah, um, this is just, you know, a little intro, in- intro episode, get us, you know, get the ball rolling finally now we can hold ourselves accountable going forward we plan on dropping an episode at least once a week hopefully recording on fridays releasing on mondays that's the plan for now as long as you're good with that hoop hey i'm 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 relatively easy all right well this is wager and hoop with the weekly wage we will talk to you guys soon you guys stay up peace